Last time on Improv Tabletop, we picked up with the Merry Pokémon, Decidueye, Ditto, and Farfetch'd right after they had defeated Lord Jessica and Lady James of Clan Rocket. They discovered, underneath the wreckage of their carriage, Meowth, a former co-worker of sorts to Decidueye, who had been a member of Clan Rocket himself, and after interrogating Meowth, discovered that Giovanni was planning to bring a whole bunch of EXP shares back to his castle so that he could evolve a bunch of Magikarps into some Garadine, some Garadine, some Gyaradoses for his moat. So they decided it was time to stop that guy, to head over to the castle and face him. But to get there, they had to move through a cave. And what happens when you enter a cave in Pokemon? You get attacked by a lot of bats. And after a very long and arduous battle against them, just barely scraping by with better rolls, they managed to defeat all of the bats, but not before Meowth went unconscious and lost a bunch of his self-confidence. But upon seeing their success, Gengar, the local leader of the cave, was impressed by the fact that they were able to defeat all of these bats and led them to the other side without any other issues. What's going to happen now that they've reached the other side of the cave? Let's find out here in the world of the Merry Pokémon. What's shaking, everybody? You're listening to Improv Tabletop, the Fate RPG actual play where we make up everything on the spot. I'm Ned Wilcock, your host and GM, and today I'm joined by... JP, secretly Superman. Connor Douglas Wood, Pokemon Minor. And Christian Randall, Pokemon Major. <laughs> and I took a cluster in Pokemon back in college. <laughs> I'm just getting a certificate. Yeah, that's... <laughs> Gosh. We all have different levels of Pokemon, I see. Yeah, at least we are all Poke-educated as recognized by the state. Mm, <laughs> that we are. <laughs> well, you guys have just reached the other side of this cave system and you can see off in the far distance in between a couple of mountain peaks sort of elevated above the rest of the place because, you know, what would Giovanni be if he wasn't elevating himself above everybody else? Up kind of nestled amongst the peaks, you can see Don Giovanni's castle raising up in front of you. But in between, there's some rivers, there's some forests. Uh, it's not too, too far away, though. So what is your angle of attack on this place? Do we, should we get a bird's eye view of the area, see what kind of options we have? If only we had a bird. <laughs> Hang on a second. I, I transform into a P-Dove. <laughs> <laughs> I look at Farfetch'd in his, have you taken off your, your metal armor yet? That no, I made it's you still on. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm guessing you're not going to be that flighty right now. Um, I may look like a bird, but I'm not a flying type. Well, I know what to do. And I take my little P-Dove wings and I flap the little ever-loving daylight out of them. I want to see if I can't figure out what kind of options we have on the approach. Yeah, so getting up into the skies, you can see that there are a few different distinct ways by which you might be able to get there. First of all, you've got a foresty sort of area. It's a very thick foresty area uh, that's kind of right in front of you leading up to the mountains. So you're probably going to run into a lot of grass types in there. Mm. Off to one side, there's a river that you might be able to float your way down. Might run into some water types over there. And then off on the other side of that is kind of a quarry looking area. Probably run into a lot of rock types. Okay, so I'm going to fly back down and say, all right, guys, I, I share this information and these options. My personal vote is River, because the only dedicated type we have is Decidueye. Whereas I'm like kind of a jack-of-all-trades, and then um, I don't think our other friend here wants to know his type, but we just all understand that he would not have a great time against, say, fighting, hypothetically. <laughs> yeah, well, I'll just leave that point there, because we don't want to make you uncomfortable. Anyway, uh, my, my vote is River. 
That's just me. I'm just the ditto here. Well, then to that I say, ditto. <laughs> All right. Well, I transform into a whalemer, no. and I say, let's go, boys. For a second, I thought you said whale lord, and I was like, <laughs> no. the river just dams up. I could, but yeah, I don't think we'd go anywhere. I'll be a, a smaller whalemer. Just get on my back, boys. Um, I'm going to try and sneak off to the side a little bit and, you know, do a little dash and weave until I realize this is a Pokemon game, so I have to stay on the path and I can't actually leave every time I try. You just don't like... actually have the option to go anywhere else. <laughs> I thought I had three options, but in reality, I had one. The other one was blocked by a Snorlax, and the other one is uh, blocked by two trainers having a battle that just won't move yeah. until you progress. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah, Whalemer uses swim, and you hop onto this little whale ball's back, and you start heading on your way down the river, and it's a pretty pleasant day, turns out. You know, all things considered, now that the storm has passed, there's sun shining down from the sky. You can hear all of the little, like, countless other small bird-type Pokemon just kind of tweeting as they pass by you in the skies. Aw, snap. <laughs> I take out my camera I've had the whole time in our medieval setting, and I take several photos. <laughs> I don't. I don't know what that is. <laughs> I don't do that. All right, you guys are heading down along your way. Eventually, you manage to kind of come up on this group of other Pokemon who are floating along in the river. Uh, You've got uh, some Staryus and some Starmies that are laying flat on their backs. And then on top of them, kind of inner tube style, you can see that there's some other various Pokemon from the area. Some have come over from the plant side. There's like a Tangela there resting on top of one of these Staryus. There's a Bellsprout, an Oddish, and a bunch of other plant Pokemon that are taking this little ride down the river. Nice. They see you approaching from behind them. Uh, Whalmer, you're kind of paddling yourself down, so you're approaching quicker. Yes. And on top of the largest Starmie, is an executor, an Alolan executor. Oh, Oh, no. The giraffe one. Yeah. Ah. And he turns around and sees you and it's like, oh, welcome to the river, my friends. It is a wonderful (laughs) day, is it not? Uh, I say, um, Translation, hey there, we're just passing through. I'm half underwater. I'm a whalemer. I just wanted to clear that up. And Executor says, oh, why are you trying to pass through this marvelous place? It is a beautiful day. Nothing is amiss here in the river. Well, we're just uh, heading our way upriver a bit. You see uh, that Don Giovanni's been causing some trouble for some friends of ours, and we're uh, going to try and teach him a little lesson. Oh, Don Giovanni, he has no sway here. There is no problem. Right, my friends? And Executor looks down at all of the other little Pokemon, and they look up at him, and they kind of glance at each other nervously and they're like oh yeah no problem at all i couldn't have said it better myself ditto <laughs> okay i i poke my head up the water because i can do that and i've been able to do that the whole time hey have you noticed um a lot of magic carps going missing by chance oh magic carps no no magic carps going missing isn't that right my friends and all of the other little Pokemon look up at him and then glance at each other nervously. And they're like, not at all, Exiguter. No Magikarp going missing around here. Something seems fishy about this situation. Yeah. And I look around at the fish Pokemon and I say, pardon him. He doesn't always think about what he says before he says it. <laughs> <laughs> and there's a little Tentacruel down there who's like, eh, no problem, man. <laughs> that was pretty Tentacool of you, man. <laughs> I was going to say it if you didn't. (laughs) I'll give you a fake point for that. Yeah, nice. (laughs) Okay, well, 
Executor, my man, I, I don't know if you've uh, been running a very tight ship lately. You see, we have it on pretty good notice that Don has been catching a bunch of magic carps for, pardon my language, nefarious purposes. Whoa, hey now. Yeah, sorry guys. Things are things are not as good as you might be thinking. I understand you have a nice little patch of land here. It's a gorgeous day, but there's trouble in paradise, I'm afraid. And we merry Pokemon are gonna we're gonna clean it up by just beating up this man. And as you complete this uh, sort of speech here, Executor snaps a couple of his leaves together on top of his head, and all of like the Starmies and the Staryus that the other Pokemon are floating on top of go into like a line blocking the river. Oh no! And they stop you and executor goes oh i think it is time for you to meet a couple of my friends before you continue on your way yes everybody oh no, no. another pokemon battle don't worry guys i have an idea uh, i'm kyogre now <laughs> oh, wow. i'm the lord of the sea <laughs> turned kyogre yeah you can see executor uh was kind of gesturing with his incredibly long trunk in the direction of the forest and you see stepping out of the forest is a little crew of drowsies and hypnos oh no, oh, no. And Executor is like, Ah, oh, yes, my friends that I need you to speak to because all of my little comrades, there is no trouble here in the forest. Is that correct? And they all get like these little swirls in their eyes and they all repeat, there is no trouble in the forest. Oh boy, <laughs> we got another one of these going on. A poke cult going on. <laughs> Yikes. Uh, so the Kyogre thing didn't work. Anyone else have any ideas? Because I'm plumb out. Yeah, Executor looks down at this Kyogre with this doofy face. <laughs> Wimp. That's not the real Kyogre. <laughs> well, you're going to let us pass or we're going to fight yeah yeah i mean he has a point that's oh. really the only option i think we have i don't want to have to hurt some innocent pokemon so try and avoid the poor little saps up front or saplings i guess since they're younger we're gonna take out your psychic types and we're gonna we're gonna kill you no <laughs> we're gonna ko you though and that is murder introduced into the pokemon world <laughs> i feel like when they say like they fainted it's just a little kid's version of like that's what they do right they just quote they just faint. Faint. <laughs> it's the college humor batman being like yeah they're all sleeping oh, no. <laughs> um but yeah i'm gonna take an offensive posture not defensive i'm i'm on the offensive here all right yeah so you guys you're telling executor that you're gonna like take him on, you're gonna battle your way through, and he says, I hoped that we could take this in a bit more of a subterfugious kind of way. That's not a real word, I am sure of it. <laughs> I was hoping that we could take you in a more sneaky sort of manner, <laughs> but I suppose, and he uh, reaches into his leaves with one of his leaves and unfurls a little scroll, and you see it's a wanted poster for the three of you with ah! Don Giovanni's signature down at the bottom. That's not me at all. Look at me. I got armor. I'm a surfetched. <laughs> <laughs> and Executor continues monologuing. He's like, if we cannot take you through stealth, we will shall take you by force. And as he's about to give the command for all of his little cronies to attack you, there is a big flashing and the sound of slashing blades. And you see in a very anime sort of fashion, Executor begins to topple over with shock in his face. And as he does, you see standing behind him is a scyther Whoa. with both of his arms outstretched. Oh, nice. yeah. And he's got like a bandana across the lower part of his face. And he's like, come with me if you want to leave. 
I trust this guy. Let's go, boys. A hundred percent. Forward ho, Kyogre. Yeah, so Kyogre, you use like wave and you push all the Staryus and the Starmies out of the way. And Scyther is flying along above you. All of the other Pokemon behind you are just stammering in shock, trying to figure out what to do. And their leader's been dispatched. And as you're flying along, Scyther kind of lowers the bandana from his face and says, Don Giovanni has been trying to capture you. Every Pokemon in these parts knows that you are coming, and I am here because I am with the resistance. Excellent. We got another one, boys. Underneath my leafy mask, I'm kind of blushing. <laughs> He's so handsome. What's going on? <laughs> Those big, scythe arms. <laughs> yeah, Scyther, we're, our entire purpose is to ruin Don Giovanni's whole day, month, maybe even year. So if you want to help out, or if you know the area better than us, we would love to get your Poke assistance, as it were. Of course, I have been scouting out the area for the past little bit, and I've been trying to find weaknesses within the castle. We are not too far from where they are diverting the river into the moat. This is perfect. Do you happen to have one of those wanted posters? Um, I want to I wanna frame it for my room. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we collect them. It's, it's just a fun little thing we Pokemon do. Yeah, he reaches underneath his wing carapace and pulls one out and hands it over towards you. And I hold it up and look at it, and I kind of pull out one of my feathers and use it as a quill to draw some armor on Farfetch'd. And Ditto's just kind of a pink blob. I'm like, that's fair. I mean, yeah, could they got it right. <laughs> and I like put some cool lightning bolts around me to make myself look cooler, and then I scroll <laughs> back up. I always wanted to be an electric type. Um, Ditto, you can be an electric type. Oh, I transform into a Minin. <laughs> yeah, so you transform into a Minin, and you guys all start sinking underneath the river, but you pull yourselves <laughs> off to the side just as you're about to reach the point where the moat construction is happening. And Scyther says, Okay, we're going to have to be stealthy from this point. They have a bunch of rock Pokemon over there helping to build the moat. And as soon as they release the final few stones, the river is going to flood the moat and then Don Giovanni can fill it with his henchmen. We gotta stop it. Before we go any further, and I walk up to Scyther and I put my little arms up. I'm, I'm like, carry me. And he reaches down with his blades and tosses you onto his shoulders. Yeah! Let's go kill a Don! I mean, let's go knock out a Don! And I look around. Is Meowth still with us? Yeah, Meowth has been there the whole time, but he's just kind of been sulking. <laughs> you notice that he lost his little miter cap that he was wearing before. Aw, poor guy. The little sort of hair tufts that poke out from the sides and the top of his face are now draped across his eyes in a very teenage angst kind of manner. He's looking a little more Valerian Bencanto. Yeah, he... That's a deep cut for you Pokemon fans. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and so he's just been like on his back in the river, not even caring about the fact that he's getting so much water on him. And he's like about to float past you guys as you're getting ready for your plan on the moat attack. And I take one of my clawed feet and I pick him up and I put him on land and then I use my wings to dry him off. Poor guy. Listen, your day is coming. You are going to be the one to save us all. I can tell. I can feel it in my... Jellies. <laughs> Poke beans. <laughs> Poke beans. <laughs> Go ahead and roll to create an advantage with flashy or careful, I'll say. Alright. With my dice that weigh more than me. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Christian has these awesome hand-forged steel dice that you can get on Etsy. They're pretty great. <laughs> um, I'm going to go with careful, and that is a plus two. 
All right, I'm going to create a new aspect. That aspect is going to be called Meowth will save us all one day and you get one free invoke on that aspect. <laughs> that is good. I like our little anime protagonist coming through. Yeah. <laughs> I think Scyther's onto something. We need to stop them from diverting the river. If there's no water for the Magikarps, there's no way we can have a bunch of Gyarados swim in there. So I'm gonna pluck out some of my leafy feathers and hand them to everybody so they have little leafy swords to use against the rock types. Get that advantage. Now, Scyther's got the right idea. Stealth will be our friend. Let's pokey sneak up. Yeah. (laughs) Um, ooh, I do have an idea. I'm going to transform into a cast form and use Rainy Day to ruin this lovely, beautiful, sunny day on the river and kind of give us a little bit of cover with the rain. Okay. Sneaky, I like it. Roll to overcome with clever, I'll say. Okie dokie. Zero. (laughs) Cool. (laughs) Yeah, so it starts raining a little bit from the sky and you look down into this area where all of these rock Pokemon are starting to dig the area out and you've got like these big grunt forces of geodudes and gravelers and golems and stuff uh, that are doing kind of most of the heavy lifting and you see that there is an onyx who's kind of the foreman of this operation and as it begins to rain a lot of these little guys are like hey boss uh, it's raining this is really not fun to be out in the rain because we're rock types can we stop working (laughs) and the onyx is like no you're gonna keep working and you're gonna like it and like snaps his tail almost like a whip (laughs) and so while the rain hasn't necessarily deterred these rock pokemon from working it's not necessarily going to be the best conditions for them moving forward okay good move did Thanks. I don't know how much I helped, but I will keep doing things until something useful happens. <laughs> I guess let's just keep on moving forward. Sneakily. Yeah. So everybody, let's do a group sneaky check. Uh, what's everybody's sneaky approach? That's my plus three. Uh, mine's one. Mine is also one. All right. So we can have Ditto roll with an extra plus two from his friends assisting. Nice. In that case, I got a five. All right, I'll roll for the Onyx, who's kind of in charge of this whole situation with Clever to see if he notices. And you guys kind of like are moving along and nobody seems to have noticed you so far. You're getting close to the area where the moat that they're digging out is closest to the river. That's where a lot of them are focusing their attention. The geodudes are going in and they're like slamming their fists into the side of the wall to break rocks free. And then the golems and the gravelers are using like rock throw to toss them further away. And you see that they're getting pretty close to the point where the water is going to start rushing in. I have another idea. If you can help us out, Ditto, the rest of us, we're going to get into a tree to be safe. And maybe you could turn into a Diglet and use Earthquake. Try and mess up some of their progress. That sounds awesome. And now I am a little Diglet. I hop (laughs) off a Scyther and I'm like, meep. Um, Diglet, just, or, or Ditto, do me a quick favor. Yeah. What do you look like? under the ground. Oh, I'm huge. I am 90 (laughs) feet tall. This is just my head. But I don't think legally or or morally I'm supposed to talk about it. So just forget I said anything. Okay, yeah, I was just sorry. I was just really curious. Yeah, I'm a titan under here. (laughs) Anyway, you guys get to safety. I'm about to hurt the Earth's tectonic plates. We'll all hide up in a tree so we don't get shooketh too much on the ground. Alrighty, I'm gonna dig on up nice and close to these boys. Poke my little tiny diglet head up and say, here goes Earthquake. And then I cast, or cast? I don't know. I, I cast. use <laughs> Uh We play too much D&D around here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so you use Earthquake and all of these other rock Pokemon are looking 
at you like, wait, what the heck? Where's this guy coming from? And then the earth starts to move around them. And all of the little guys look up at Onyx and they're like, uh, boss, can we take a break now? This There's rain coming from above. The earth is shaking beneath us. I don't think this is OSHA compliant. <laughs> and so Diglett, I'm going to have you roll to overcome with forceful to see how well Onyx can be persuaded to stop this process. That is a three. Hey, that's pretty dang good. Yeah, Onyx looks around and he's like, okay, fine, whatever, everybody. Get up into the trees so you're not getting rained on. I'm going to investigate and figure out what's causing this earthquake. Once again, snaps his tail like a whip. I'm just going to get even closer. And he sees a seven inch tall diglet poking out of the ground with a very wrong face. (laughs) (laughs) Oi, this here is authorized personnel only for Don Giovanni himself. What are you doing here? Who, me? I'm just a little tiny. I am a little diglet, as you can see. Um, what does one need to do to be an authorized personnel? Oh, you just need to pledge yourself to Don Giovanni and his wishes. What if I told you I was actually Arceus? <laughs> would you, would you, would you let me through then? Hi, I'm God. <laughs> I may appear to be a diglet, but I'm actually God. Um, would you, would you let me and maybe a couple companions through? Hypothetically, if I was your God. Well, hypothetically, if you were to beat my clever role with your sneak. Well, it just so happens that, and I transform into Arceus and get a positive two for my roll. Onyx gets a minus two. (laughs) And so you transform into Arceus and Onyx just like starts groveling on the ground in front of you. Uh, It it looks like he's doing the worm over and over again as he's like suffocating himself. And he's like, I know that I work for a very powerful man, but deep in my heart, I am devoutly orthodox. (laughs) I could tell that just by your, 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 just by you. Anyway, good work, my son. Companions! I put away the leaf sword that I'd drawn, and I'm like, okay, I guess this works. <laughs> Your creator calleth. Come on, guys. I climb down the tree and I do the Catholic. You know. <laughs> Cross yourself. Cross yourself, yeah. I see him do it and I, I do it, but I do the wrong shoulder first. I'm like, oh, dang it. And Meowth just tumbles out of the tree and like <laughs> falls down into the moat. And he's like, what's even the point of anything? <laughs> this pleases me greatly. I am the real Arceus. Let's go, boys. As he's saying this, I, I look up kind of at the sky and I'm like, boy, I really hope the real Arceus isn't looking down and seeing this. <laughs> I am thinking the same exact thing. Ah, <laughs> oh, geez, this is going to be hard to explain when I eventually faint. <laughs> I am going to roll my dice and not tell you what it means real quick. Great. So great. Cool. Okay, <laughs> that's out there in the universe. <laughs> <laughs> and so you guys start getting ready to head further towards the castle. And Onyx is like, all right, yes, you may go through. We'll get back to work on the moat as soon as we can. Actually, you know, new rule, no moats. I don't like moats. <laughs> it's just a preference thing, but just take that to heart. Goodbye for now. And I just sing, hey, man. <laughs> <laughs> catch em, catch em, gotta catch em all. Oh, man. 
And so your liturgical procession moves along its way towards the castle. And that went way better than it should have. <laughs> I look over at Ditto and I'm like, oh. I, as soon as we're out of sight, by the way, I am transforming back to anything else because I don't feel great about that. <laughs> I mean, in a world where like sometimes God straight up shows up, that was pretty risky, but like yeah, I gotta admire yeah, I mean, the gumption there. Arceus is definitely real and knows that that just happened. So I guess, you know, we'll, we'll cross that bridge when it falls on me. Yeah. <laughs> oh boy. Yeah, you guys make it to the other side of the moat and you are very much on the castle grounds at this point and like Link to the Past style, there's all of these fancy courtyards and gardens surrounding the castle itself. And there's a bunch of Gardevoir that are marching in patterns. And they've got like some fancy Don Giovanni armor on as they're guarding the Voir. Oh no, it's the Royal Gardevoir. Yeah. (laughs) Oh man, you guys, I'm losing it. This is amazing. (laughs) And you see they're all moving in their very rigid pre-planned patterns all throughout this fancy courtyard area. All right. As long as we don't make direct eye contact, we don't have to battle them. Oh, yeah. I'm pretty sure that's Don Giovanni's rule. (laughs) Right. (laughs) All right, Scyther, you said you've been studying this place for a while. You probably know their patterns backwards and forwards. Ah, yes, of course. I've been watching these patterns very closely. So he, with the fact that he's been watching, is going to give a free invoke to whoever ends up rolling our clever check to try and watch the patterns of the Gardevoir and sneak through unseen. I will go ahead and do that with my plus three clever, if that's okay. Go for it. So I will stand up nice and straight, try and look very much like a person wearing a cloak, and I will kind of just turn my little owl head 180 degrees and get a good view of everything. Boy, oh boy. Um, I'm going to use the fact that I am a former Rocket member to use a fate point and just re-roll that. Yeah, you've been hanging around this place a bit in the past. You know something about the way things work around here. It's the same. So the free invoke he gave us by looking around, that would add two? That would add two or give you a re-roll. Well, I've already tried re-rolling and the universe wants me to get the negative two. So I am going to... I've got the plus three clever and the plus two give me a plus five to my minus two gives me a plus three. All right. You look around, you scope all the Gardevoir as they're moving around, and after a few rotations of the cycle, you're like, okay, yeah, if we like sneak behind this tree and then move behind this wall and then leap over and roll, and you can see there appears to be a bush that is very conspicuously like planted on top of a gaping hole in the ground. <laughs> and you're like, okay, if we make it over to there, there's our secret entrance. I have an idea. Ditto. Yeah. Since this is such a sneaky time, I really think we're going to rely on you a lot. Do you think you could turn into a Gallade and be really handsome while we sneak? So even if they do see us, maybe they'll just get too Twitterpated and leave us alone. <laughs> I don't know. Does, and I transform into a Gallade. this answer your question? And I have, like, you start, we're, we're going to do a pan up from my my little Gallade feet. And it's like, <laughs> da, da, da. Da, 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 da. And then you get to the face and I was like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think I can uh, work my magic. I'm going to use charm on the group of the nearest uh, royal Gardevoirs 
and approach them and say, No, 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 no. Oh. I grab him by the scruff and I pull him back. Was that not the plan? I thought I was supposed to be handsome. We're sneaking. Hmm. If you want to distract him, I'm all for it, buddy. I feel like she wants to be seen in this form. Yeah, I kind of want to be. <laughs> I think I got the legs really good on this one. And I look at his legs and I blush again and I let go and I say, My mistake. You do you. And I'm going to let him go while I we start sneaking towards him. Decidueye just likes green Pokemon. Like, Decidueye <laughs> has a type and his type is green. <laughs> Guilty as charged. Well, you guys go do the important sneaking. I will get my flirt on. And now I jaunt over and say, ladies, while casting charm. All right. You oh, ladies. <laughs> you cast charm as you're approaching the Gardevoir. Uh, go ahead and roll to overcome with sneaky or flashy, your choice. All right. That is a four. All right. Gardevoir going to roll with clever. Only getting a plus one. Yes, gets him every time. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and so, yeah, you come approaching, doing your little swagger as you walk out into the open and all of the Gardevoirs see you. And you notice a couple of them like look back towards each other and they put their hands up over their mouths and kind of giggle a little bit. And then they all come swarming towards you. Did you know that I can see the future? And I see all of you in my future. <laughs> <laughs> and I just, I look on and on. I say, that man is a genius. <laughs> <laughs> all right, that, yeah, that's my distraction. Cool. <laughs> and we'll sneak by. Yeah, you go from bush to wall, and eventually you make it to your secret entrance that you've located right up against the castle walls. This bush that somehow they've planted over this hole in the ground, because that's how physics works in Zelda, I guess. <laughs> I use cut. Nice. You cut your way through the bush, and you can see this very, like, nicely maintained hole that's ringed around with flagstones going down into the depths beneath the castle. And, guys, I am proud of myself that I remember that Farfetch can use cut. <laughs> yeah, boy! Hey. That's one of the OGs, yes! And as we all go down the hole, I pop my head out again, like one of those burrowing owls, and I look over at Ditto, and I go, hooty hoot hoot hoot, so that he knows that we are. Okay, cool. Ladies, this has been great. Before I leave, just a little song for you, and I use Sing, which, <laughs> for those at home who are not familiar with Jigglypuff, Sing puts Pokemon to sleep. <laughs> all right. Roll to overcome with Flashy. They're going to roll to overcome with Clever. Okay. Ah, uh, plus two. They also got a plus two. And on a tie, you succeed at a minor cost. Okay. Uh, I put myself to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's actually, that is quite good. Oh, yes. man. I'm going to let you choose. I'm going to let you choose between two options. Okay. Either you also put yourself to sleep or all but one of the Gardevoir falls asleep and she's just like, but you said you saw me in your future. <gasps> Yeah, no, I'm going to go with that one. They're all asleep except for this one who's really <laughs> hanging on to those words. Yes, I did see you in my future. Um, come with me. And I grab her by the, I think they're technically hands. And I say, trust me no matter what. <laughs> all you need to do is trust me regardless of what I do or say, okay? <laughs> Oh my gosh. Uh, I'm going to give her one more roll with Clever. Uh, roll to okay. overcome with Sneaky. 
Oh, I got a one. She got a plus two. No! And she's like, okay, well, the, the dynamics of like a healthy relationship require that, you know, there's kind of an equal give and take in this kind of situation. Yeah, I'm running that back in my head. I don't love how that came out. So I apologize. Maybe we should just see other Pokemon men. And she begins crying and she slaps you across the face and then she kisses you and she slaps you across the face again. <laughs> All right, well, I'll never forget you, nameless Gardevoir. Uh, bye. And as you start walking away, she's just like so confused by like, wait, his lips felt really weird. <laughs> yeah, sorry about this. And I suddenly, <laughs> I'm gonna transform into a Jinx and kiss her right on the mouth. <laughs> and I'm gonna use, uh, I think it's just lovely kiss. It's, it's sweet kiss. Sweet kiss, sweet it's kiss. Always, is it lovely kiss or sweet kiss? I think it's sweet kiss. Uh, to effectively paralyze her. Oh, yeah. Roll two. I mean, she's not expecting you to turn to a jinx. Roll two attack <laughs> is sneaky. Okay, that worked. We got a plus four. That one did go better, <laughs> but she got a plus four clever to defend. She's so smart. Maybe I should have really asked her out. Oh, man. Well, I did just kiss her on the mouth, and now I look some, like, completely different. So I don't know how this is going to go. That is That is what just happened, but it didn't. Did it work? Is she paralyzed? So when you tie on an attack, you don't harm the target, but you do gain a boost. Oh. So the boost that you're going to gain is early onset paralysis, uh, which is <laughs> no. which is more of an effect on her than it is on you. Okay. Yeah. So she's beginning to paralyze and she's looking around. She's like, what? Guards, guards. And looks around and sees all the rest of the guards are unconscious on the ground around her. Oh dear. And as she watches you heading towards towards your friends right before she finishes paralyzing. She's like, I'm going to find you. I'm going to. And then the paralysis finally kicks in. And I give her one of those awkward, like on the way out, just before I'm going down the hole, I give her one of those like faces like, eee, but I throw a heart in there because I think I'm actually attracted to this one particular Gardevoir because I'm <laughs> impressed by her willpower. <laughs> All right. Well, there's our new final boss. <laughs> <laughs> So you join up with the rest of your friends. Scyther is just like dragging Meowth by the tail as you guys approach the hole. Oh, Meowth, poor guy. Poor depressed little chosen one. <laughs> I just look over Ditto with admiration and just being fully impressed. Wow, you really know how to work a crowd. Thank you. I don't know if I feel great about that last one, but... I mean, you just went from God to somebody's lover to... <laughs> to yeah. a pink it's blob. been quite a day for you. Yeah, I'm just gonna Mr. Mime it for a while. Yeah, you turn to a Mr. Mime and just stop talking for a bit. Yeah, to forget. That's, that's <laughs> why I'm doing this. All right, we're here. We need to go rescue those dang useless Magikarp. They are pretty useless. I mean, my mime, my mime, my mime. <laughs> and we all descend gracefully as we can in our Pokemon forms down the hole. All right, you all begin sliding down far into the dungeons beneath Don Giovanni's castle. It has been a long trip to get here, but finally you are in the underbelly of the beast. And I think that is where we're going to pick up next time. Ooh. A lot of ups and downs and twists and turns with this one. <laughs> so many close calls and near misses. And straight up misses. Those two. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I will say, turning into God really came in clutch. I don't know why that worked, but it did. <laughs> More or less kind of worked. Yeah, I don't know. There, there was part of me at the very beginning that was kind of like, is it overpowered letting Connor be ditto? <laughs> I know. And, you know, in some cases, maybe it's a little overpowered, like when you're tricking an onyx. But in other cases, such as in matters of love, turns out he's still just a little dinky ditto on the inside. So thanks, everybody, for listening to Improv Tabletop. And we'll be back next week with the thrilling conclusion of our adventures in the world of the Merry Pokemon. 
If you want more, go ahead and subscribe, maybe even give us a review. We would be as happy as all of those rock-type Pokémon were to get the rest of the day off of work if you would go ahead and give us a review on the podcatcher of your choice. We're also all over social media at Improv Tabletop, so if you'd like to suggest either a setting for us to play in or an aspect for one of our characters to use, you can tweet about us or comment on one of our posts using hashtag ImptabSetting or hashtag ImptabAspect. Let's do a round of plugs. As always, we've got our sister podcast, iCast Fireball, which is a D&D 5e actual play. We just got through a little side quest that we've had with Heather and Caleb from our cast. It's been a real good time, and now we're moving into some more deep, intense stuff that's really fun. Also, aside from our fate campaigns, we have an Avatar Legends campaign that's just getting started up, Ooh. and it's got some good momentum so far, feeling really good about how that's going, and just having a ton of fun with it. So check both of those out if you haven't already, and if you have already, keep checking it out, because it's a good time. The other thing that I would like to plug this week is Hawaiian food, because oh. my uh, co-workers and I went out for some Hawaiian food just yesterday, got some Kahlua pork and some chicken katsu, and oh my gosh, like if there's a Hawaiian restaurant nearby to where you are, go and eat some delicious food. It is so phenomenal. That's my plug for this week. Mm. And JP, you got anything that you would like to plug? Yes. I actually recently listened to a different podcast called Batman Audio Adventures. And it is so good. It I went and looked it up because I was like, I recognize these voices. And yes, it's a bunch of comedians like Seth Meyers, Jason Sudeikis, a bunch of comedians. And then it's also written by somebody who writes Saturday Night Live sketches. But when you listen to it, it's just good Batman adventures. That is awesome. I've heard great things about that one. It's really good. I mm. highly recommend. He says as he's wearing his really cool Batman hat. Yeah, <laughs> it's got the Batman Beyond colors too. Too. I love superheroes and I, I highly approve. Oh yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> right on. Christian is, no wait, it's Connor's turn. Connor. Yes. Have you guys heard of a series or franchise called Pokemon? Because I have. <laughs> Here's the thing, y'all. I have been collecting Pokemon cards since I was, I don't know, zero years old. And when I was a kid, I just thought they were cool and colorful and they had like my Pokemon that I liked on them. And I was like, yeah, these are neat. Anyway, this last week I decided to learn how to, I don't know, play the card game. What a concept. And it's really fun. It is, I think, personally a lot simpler than something like Magic the Gathering or the other long running TCGs. Um, but this one just has like a, a really kind of, I mean, the art style is gorgeous and it, it goes through all these different mediums you'll see on the cards. And deck composition is really simple. So if you're into deck building at all and or Pokemon, which I assume you've listened to three episodes now of this Pokemon episode, you, you're probably a little familiar at least. Check it out. It's a lot of fun. Uh, it's kind of like playing the lottery at this point because there are some dummy expensive cards you can just trade. So there you go. <laughs> right on. And then Christian, is there anything that you would like to plug? Yeah. Also very much Pokemon related. I'm going to plug Patience. Since we started recording this, the first episode way back when, I have been trying to get myself a shiny starter Pokemon Ooh. in Pokemon Ooh. Ultra Sun. I want to get myself a shiny Rowlet. Ultra so I Sun? I didn't know you were still legally allowed to play that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to get myself a shiny Rowlet so I can get myself the shiny Decidueye based Ooh. off of my character here. Yeah. And at this point, I basically spend a couple hours every day just turning the game on and off and on and off and on and off <laughs> trying to get that shiny starter. And it has been a lesson in patience. So even 
if something doesn't seem worth it to most people or to anyone, including yourself, sometimes <laughs> the lesson can be worth it. The lesson in patience. <laughs> well, I wish you the best in getting your shiny Rowlet maybe five months from now. Good luck. <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks everybody for joining us here in the world of the Merry Pokemon. I'm Ned Wilcock, your host and GM, and I've been joined by... Justin Porter, a.k.a. JP, and I used Cut. Connor Douglas Wood, ditto is a failed Mew clone. And Christian Randall, still not shiny. <laughs> Much love and stuff, everybody. We'll catch you next week on Improv Tabletop. Pokemon, 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 Pokem